So, I want to start off the third episode by pointing out a personal error on my part from the last one. Yeah. Uh, and particularly with a pretty big game that we discussed in length last time. Uh, and that is Cyberpunk 2077. I got debated. Uh, <laughs> so, remember how I said that the game was delayed indefinitely? Yeah. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> that was super not true. Um, and the story of how I figured that out and kind of backtracked in researching is quite hilarious. At least personally. Um, so... I was, so it was earlier in the week, um, probably about like Tuesday, Wednesday, I was going on Twitter and I kept seeing like trailers and like, you know, half hour, you know, uh, gameplay showcases of the game. And I was like, that's odd. You know, like the game's delayed like forever. So like, what's the whole point of showing off gameplay of a game that's not even close to being finished? Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't be wrong, can I? No, it's impossible. <laughs> so I, so I went back. So I got. So the image that I got that that was the big old statement because um, I sent it in our group chat saying um, that you know the game was delayed indefinitely. I went back to go find it, and the Twitter account was saved. You a click. Um, you know, it's the it's the Twitter account where they take a whole bunch of entertainment and uh, gaming articles and basically um, post the synopsis so you don't have to you know read through all the fluff mm-hmm. um and the pic and it was an image and, and and one of the tweets was that image i didn't really read you know the tweet itself the caption that he put um i just kind of trusted it uh i should have because he literally said above it i can't believe i almost fell for it <laughs> oh so no, I'm sitting there thinking, I can't believe I fell for it. Uh, so I've been sitting on this for like basically a week, and I was like, yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta address this because I was super wrong. The game come is coming out at its time, at its, uh, at its so far at least. They could, they could still delay it again. There's still time. Yeah. But so far, it is still coming out. I think what December 10th, December 9th. I think it's December 9th. Yeah. On Steam is December 9th. Uh, and I will, and I have to re remake my plans to get it because I super <laughs> planned on getting it. Uh, and now I guess I still do. Uh, so that being said, that was part of my week. Uh, how are you doing, Adam? Well, I'm doing good. Uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Yelling in the Distance podcast. Where we uh, we're still f- uh, getting everything situated uh, with how we do stuff. Uh, so oh, yeah. our yeah, um, still kerfuffing around. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It, it, we we let you like get that get that off his chest. He made amends. Now <laughs> now all guilt washed away. Yeah, I I am relieved of all sin. There you go. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about, you know, we talk about ourselves and we talk about, you know, what's going on in entertainment. It's a weekly, uh, ep- or weekly podcast that comes out every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we hope that you're enjoying it as we're going with it. Uh, one Three thing episodes th- and we haven't missed a beat. 
there we go. That that means it's a pattern. You know, yes. one times a phenomena, two times a coincidence, three times a pattern. Yes. Uh, one thing that I do want to let everybody know is that this is an explicit um, podcast. Uh, we do uh, curse. Um, so Quite profusely. Yeah. So just, you know, getting that viewer discretion, be advised, uh, warning out there. Um, don't let little Timmy listen to this while you're listening to it. And if you're little Timmy listening to this, don't let your parents uh, know you're listening. Yeah, we don't we don't endorse that, but uh, hey, viewers are viewers. Views hey, be views. Look, look, look. We're all guilty of clicking yes to the "Are you over eighteen?" Before uh, when you get to a porn site, we're all guilty of it. <laughs> Yeah, some people are like, but you know, but those same people are the ones that have done it, that do it. I've done it. We've all done it. We're all guilty. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, I guess let's start with uh, you know, what I've been doing this week. Um, Go for it. So, you know, I've been I've been working, you know, as as normal. Um, and uh, one time this week. You know, I realized that, like, people who work overnight, it, it, it does take an effect on you. It does, you know, it does stuff to you, you know. You don't have, like, that normal sleeping routine that everyone else does. Oh, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's not just with overnight, but it's also a thing with, like, people who work in the morning. Uh, people who work like midday and like people who work at night. It's that there are whole different like environments and mindsets for each, you know, portion of the day, you know? Yeah. So one time, I think this happened like earlier this week, like Monday or Sunday night, Monday night, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so at a, at a grocery store, at least at the one that I, I work at, uh, we have, People who are like throwing the truck, so getting the the um, boxes and all the cases and taking it out of the cases and putting it on the shelves. Okay. Yeah. We also have another group of people who are facing up the store, making it look presentable to the customers. Yeah. Well, one guy that was on the the conditioners—that's the second uh, second group. Mm-hmm. Um. He kind of just disappeared. Oh, don't you love that? And and like we're in a we're yeah no we're in a big store, so he kind of just disappeared. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, where did he go? Mm-hmm. And so everyone comes up to ask me because you know I'm I'm working, and they're like, have you seen this guy? No, I'm working. And just it was like we were trying to figure it out. Two and a half hours go by. Mm-hmm. And he shows back up. And we're all just like, where did you go? Oh, man, I, I, I took a nap. <laughs> you took a nap? Where? I guess in the break room. It's very... I've been to the store for like about a month. I still have no idea where the break room is. What do you mean you still don't know? Because I, I don't use it. So, like, I it's not anywhere that I, that's like I know. I think it's like upstairs. 
but I don't All go right. upstairs. And it's just it's, so like whenever he's like, yeah, I was in the break rooms. Like I that doesn't tell me anything. Like what? What? Where? What? Two and think, a half hours. I think everyone has that. I think everyone um, who I think every job has that person because uh, I I have someone like that too where I am where uh, when he first started. Uh, he would be the kind of guy who you'd be like, hey, I need you to go over here and do this thing, right? And so, you know, he'd, he'd be like, all right, yeah, he'd go over. And he's a cool dude, but he'd, he'd go over and do the work. And then about an hour and a half goes by, and, and someone comes up and is like, hey, have you seen him? Have you seen Have you seen him, like, lately? It's like, no. He, he, you, you sent him over, and he walked away into the abyss and never came back. <laughs> And so it's like, oh, all right. And so, so we kind of like stop and we're looking around for him, and he's just and he's gone. Like you forgot, like it's he. You forgot his presence. Therefore, he doesn't exist. Yeah. But then, like everyone kind of looking for him, and he comes back, and he's like, "Yo, where were you?" And he's like, "Oh, I was taking my 15. What? <laughs> Your? F- I didn't feel like fifteen, but like, uh, oh, like two hours ago." Yeah, you like as you know, you get concerned, so you ask around just to make sure, and like, lo and behold, yeah, he was gone like almost exactly fifteen minutes. And so, but where was he? Where'd he go? Disappears. Yeah, he gets rendered out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He Mm -hmm. walks out of your field of view, so the game just like despawns him. Yeah, and like, there's that timer, internal timer of the the uh, simulation. Put, let's just put them back so they don't they don't get uh suspicious exactly but the, there is a trick there is a trick to to um being lazy and um you know and you know not getting caught doing it there there's a specific trick that you have to do and i i know the trick but i haven't mastered it oh right? what's that trick okay uh so you know don't tell nobody okay i won't tell anybody don't don't tell nobody but uh, but the trick is basically it's it's real simple. Um, you don't have like if, it, if especially if it's slow and there's nothing for you to do, uh, you can you can abandon your post, you know, and just leave. But the one thing that you have to make sure you do is you have to make sure that the uh, that your manager or boss sees you periodically. Um, whether it's you know whether they see you pretend working, whether they see you walking about, whatever, whatever, they have to see you periodically um that way you know an hour and a half uh goes by and they're like wait i haven't seen them you know what i mean mm-hmm. they have to they have to see you um and if that happens and you know and you also have to kind of like every now and again pretend to work mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to actually do anything but you know just look like you're doing something mm-hmm. uh it could be anything you could be helping, quote unquote, helping somebody else do their thing, or you know, going to the restroom, whatever, whatever. But you have to look like you're you're doing, you're going somewhere, or you have a purpose. But if you do those two things, you can do very minimal, if uh, if any work at all, and and not get caught. Hmm. That's the trick. Right. Well, I'm uh, I'm calling your supervisor right now uh, to uh, allow let them know. This is not allowed. Productivity must be withheld or upheld. 
Sure, go for it. Go for it. I ain't a bitch. I ain't scared. <laughs> but yeah, um, also, you know, interesting thing that happened. Um, so I had a, I had a, uh, I, I fainted at work. Yeah, you told me a little bit of this. This I don't like how this is just a consistent thing with you now. It's not like a consistent thing. It's Adam, just it's happened before. <laughs> Adam, your sense of self-preservation is like is so weird on the on the fucking scale and I don't understand it. Be I'll be honest, I don't either. Um so what happened uh, cuz just to give a little bit of like context. Um I uh, was making a bail, mm-hmm. and I was making it with one other guy. So, and he was doing it wrong, um, which was which was annoying me, but that's okay. Um, so, as I was trying to do it his way, uh, I was on uh, with the bail wires. Uh, mm-hmm. At one end, there's like a loop because mm-hmm. you know normally it's just going to be one long piece of uh, metal. So yes. they they loop the end. Well, the right. the end part still needs to go somewhere so it, it'll loop down but there's still like that little jag jag part mm-hmm. so i was trying to pull the wire through the hole mm-hmm. and um the part that's sticking down from the loop got uh, like i was pulling it and i pulled it through my finger my pinky mm-hmm so I'm now bleeding from my from my uh, pinky, and okay. it's it's a decent amount of blood. Like it's not like I just cut my finger off blood, but you know it's it's, it's like it's not just it's enough it's enough to raise concern. Yeah. So I go over to the receiver. I'm like, hey, can I get a band aid? And I'm looking down. And I see all the blood. I'm like, oh no, that's a lot of blood. And then I start feeling a little lightheaded, and the first thought that goes through my head was, "Ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucking fool. <laughs> you fucking fool. And then the next thing I know, like, I... I'm looking up to people looking down at me like, are you okay? Jesus. Um, as I, as I get up, I look around myself and like, I, I, I have an adrenaline going through me. So now like, I'm like, yeah. you know, yes. like, I'm, I'm ready to like go and finish this whole truck by myself. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look around and if I had fallen like, just like half a foot, uh to the left the back of my skull would have hit like the edge of a pallet you know that when this type of thing happens you know the first thing that you should do is sit down yeah i, I sat back down for the, specifically for that reason well after after i fainted i sat down on him yeah on you need to do that beforehand you <laughs> fucking fool Specifically for that reason, that's why you. That's why they always pull a chair and have you sit. Yeah, yeah. I just I wasn't expecting it. It, it it's very. It was very weird. No one ever does. Yeah. Um. So I think that's like number three that I've like fainted 
in a sense. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like the first time I was working in a kitchen, and yes. I cut my thumb. Yes. With a uh, with a sushi knife. Mm-hmm. Um. And then fainted uh, after t- waiting for a Band-Aid from my chef. Mm-hmm. So it's like a delayed fainting. Now, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, you, you, you gotta... Yeah. So, cut, like, I'm not faulting you for cutting yourself, uh, for getting, you know, snagged. Because that just happens in this line of work, receiving and all that good stuff. That yeah. just happens. Uh, I, 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 I'm amazed at when I... Uh, come home and i wash my hands and like my hands just start burning from like three new cuts yeah that i that just miraculously appeared mm-hmm. and i'm like oh look at that uh but you know the way you handle these injuries is so bad because <laughs> uh, you are leaking blood and you're like well i guess i i guess i just have to continue to be the co- this is just grease for the cog <laughs> what do you mean Hey, it it makes it it makes moving faster a little bit easier. No, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, no, it's, it doesn't. It's a lubrication <laughs> with with water that rusts the metal. What? Uh, yeah, no, you gotta handle the you gotta handle this shit way better. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think I'm diabetic. Because uh, I hadn't eaten for a while, but I don't think I'm diabetic. Uh, whenever we... Like, I haven't gone to the doctor yet. But um, the... What's it called? Like, my grandmother uh, mm-hmm. was trying to, like, figure it out with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, like, took... You know, she, she, she is diabetic. So she's got right. the little thing that, like, lets you ch- uh, check out your... Uh, um, blood pressure and all blo- that. Yeah, blood pressure and uh, blood sugar and all that. Yeah, but I was fine. I was, I was all good. Maybe it's because yeah, like I yeah, ate yeah. something, but I don't know. I was, I was fine. Well, yeah, it, it's it's usually because uh, it happens. To, it happens to anyone who does. Who it's where it, it, you know immediate. Um, I'm not a medical professional in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that that type of thing it it ha- that's what happens, you know. I think it's just the reaction of the body. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just the 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 immediate loss of blood. You know, uh, if you're standing, you know, it's the blood circulating, especially if you have your knees like kind of locked. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's all that good stuff. Um, that's why they say, hey, sit down, don't stop moving. You know. Yeah, because uh, you also have the adrenaline going, you know. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't imagine, you know, you passed out because diabetes. Yeah. Because uh, if that was the case, you probably would be in a bit more critical condition. Yeah, most um, likely. It's just, it's just, just a minor just a thing. More, uh, you sure. <laughs> um, yeah, injuries at work. Very dangerous. Be careful, folks. Yes. Take care yes. of yourselves. Your health is way more important than the job, as as they as they would like you to not believe. Uh, but your health is in fact way more important than the job you work. Guaranteed, one hundred percent. Hey, I I'll have to be. I'll have to admit it. It was pretty worth it, though. I got a free coke out of it, and I got to go home. I thought you were going to say, I got a free Band-Aid. And I got a free Band-Aid. 
it had it had Iron Man on it. Uh, <laughs> I got Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> uh, and they gave me a lolly. Um, uh, um, uh, you know, you know that uh, that necklace that I've like had on since like I was since you've known me. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It broke this week. Oh, I was so sad. Yeah, I kind of like uh, I got home one day and I just passed out. Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know is I wake up and, and you're just in a puddle of just the shards a little bit. Like it was basically like that. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Like yeah. just everything's just happening while I'm not conscious. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that necklace like I've had. Since I was like eleven, so like ten mm-hmm. years, I've been wearing it. And it was something a, a family member gave. Yeah, me. my my dad uh, got it from me, for me whenever he like went to Mexico or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was like I always had my dad with me in that part. Right. Um, and your dad's alive. Yes, my dad is alive. I live with my okay. dad. But like <laughs> my my yeah dad, yes yes I, I I that's a good good point. Uh, but you know. <laughs> just wanted to, wanted to to clear the air. <laughs> but whenever I was younger, like my mom and my dad were separated. So yes. uh, with that necklace, it felt like my dad was always like around somewhere. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, uh, my dad's not dead. Um, just want to make that clear. Yeah. But, you know, my necklace broke. I'm pretty bummed about it. Like, it can get fixed, so I'm going to get it fixed. But, you know, right now it's kind of just in pieces. It'd be like that. Yeah. Um, I did watch a couple shows this week. That, Ooh, uh, yay. Yeah. Um, so... You- you told me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I I finished earlier this week. I finished uh, the Great Pretender. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, you know I was waiting for you, but then you were like, oh, I don't want to watch Great Pretender. I did, did want to watch Great Pretender. Yeah, but then you took. You were like, let's watch uh, Code Lyoko. So instead, I'm of, sorry for turning you on to the best show yeah, ever. Excuse so in- <laughs> instead of. Uh, you know, waiting for something that's never going to happen. I just went and finished it. Um, and, you know, it's really good. It is really good. Yeah, I, I've seen the first episode and I, th- and I, and yeah. Yeah, like I'll watch it again with you. But, mm. uh, so it's, so The Great Pretender is a um, anime about like, con artists from the uh the wit stu- by wit studio or something like that studio wit studio wit yeah something like yeah. that and uh it follows like the the story of uh makoto is the main guy's name makoto edamura mm-hmm. um who's a uh japanese or who's a con artist from japan yes as uh, he gets basically, you know, tied up with uh, Laurent, who's a uh, um, leader of Team Confidence, uh, who's a French con artist. Yes. And 
as they're going through, they're basically just uh, like there's three cases currently. I, there's a fourth one coming out in November, but it's November right now, almost the end of it, and I don't know where it is. So hopefully it's coming out soon. Uh, but there's three cases where um, uh, the episodes are basically based around. Like the first mm-hmm. case is like a season, I guess. Like each one's a different season. Um, that are they have a different, you know, a different person that they're trying to con. Sure. Uh, the first one's Los Angeles Connection. Uh, second one is Singapore Sky, and the third one is Snow of London. And, you know, it's just, it's really cool watching, just seeing, like, them kind of, like, maneuver uh, around these, like, powerful individuals to try and get, like, basically just ruin them and get all their money to con them. Um, And, no, it's it's an interesting anime. I do... um, I do think that anybody, if you enjoy, like, those kind of, like, social, I guess, social combat, in a sense, uh, shows, I would, I would watch that. It's, it's always fun to see these type of shows, uh, because I, I love, I love action, I love the superpowers, and I love all that, um, but it's also very fun to see, you know, the battle of the minds and just different mindsets and how everyone, um, you know, how everyone reacts to certain situations, especially under pressure um, or like on the spot. Because I, I am terrible on the spot. Uh, I am not a I'm not a uh, quick witted thinker, at least not usually. Uh, sometimes I have my moments of like, aha, you know, or like mm-hmm. I make a good joke on the spot. But usually uh i am terrible when you like put me on the spot and i'm not prepared um i can kind of i can kind of maybe you know kerfuffle and um improvise my way through but it would be very clear that i was not prepared (laughs) Uh, yeah um and i and i admire shows that that um where characters can really do it and I think one of my favorite examples, and probably the most famous example, is uh, uh, at least in terms of anime, is Death Note. Yeah, I was I was uh, about to like say like there's a uh, uh, about death talk about Death Note. Death Note is really good. Yes. Uh, don't don't the TV or the movie adaptation is that that's on Netflix isn't isn't Death Note, but that's okay. It, it has its it has its things. Yeah, I mean um, the one who plays. But, uh, Who's the guy who plays? Plays L. No, uh, not L. The um, the demon. Oh, Ryu. Yeah, Ryu. Uh, Will- Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. That is the best part, <laughs> and his face is blurred the entire movie, so it's, it's even better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Willem Dafoe is the is a perfect Ryu, and uh, they they could not have casted any better. Um, but. You know, like, just seeing the social combat and just seeing, basically, the chess pieces move, um, you know, on both sides, yeah. right? It's just so great, just and to see how the characters and how each person's going to try to one-up each other and outsmart each other, it's, it's, there are very few shows, um, that, you know, leave you on the edge of your seat the entire way through. Yeah. Right? I, like, the most tense... I think I've ever felt, 
you know, for something like that were those final, like, four or five episodes when everything was just starting to come to a head. You're like, and, oh, uh, shit. And, <laughs> yeah. And then just the climax, you know, of the final, like, of the checkmate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just it is. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Great Pretender is uh, it does do that really well. Um, just watching how, like, you know everything kind of just falls into place and it's like oh no the ba- the bad guy's gonna figure it out oh no them figuring out was part of the plan it's, oh yeah i was like <laughs> it's uh rick and morty's episode of like mm. the the heist I was like you son of a bitch i'm in that episode yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like although everything was part of the plan mm. <laughs> it's super fun and, and now, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're kind of doing like the Robin Hood angle, where they only scam like the the bad companies, right? Or yeah. They just... So okay. the the first the first one in Los Angeles connections, they're they're scamming like the this mob boss who yeah uh, has a front of being a uh, TV or movie director. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, they're scamming this. Um, What's it called? Uh, in Singapore Sky, they're scamming this guy who this these princes who uh, were like disowned or exiled from their country. So they bought this airstrip and have this like air air tournament, like uh, right. what's it called? Airplane tournament. Right, right. But it's all rigged. So like the there's one the the one who's like the producer. And then the other uh, one, one brother who's the producer, and then the other brother who's the ace pilot, and the ace pilot always wins. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they're trying to they they steal a lot from him. And then uh, in Snow of London, um, Snow of London is a uh, um, you know it's an art uh, story where they're like trying to scam out this uh, one guy who um, is like an art director. Mm-hmm. And is basically using this one girl, this one lady, to um, buy all of the art that he wants. He's an art auctioneer, and okay. yeah, and so he's sleeping with this one girl, and uh, basically manipulating her into mm-hmm. purchasing all the stuff that he wants. So it's like, okay. hey, this is this is a two hundred million dollar piece of art. Buy it for me, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's it's really fun just watching um and like all the characters are really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. From the little bits that I've seen from the first episode, I thought they were I thought they were great. Yeah. My my favorite character is Cynthia. She's she's pretty great. She mm-hmm. she'll show up later in the first first um in Los Angeles Connections, but She's then after that she's like in every single one. Okay. She's cool, she's cool. pretty great. Cool, cool. Um talking about chess and stuff like that, the chess board. Um mm-hmm. I watched Nice nice segue. Y- yeah, I, I, I heard Yeah, that. yeah, segue. Um I watched uh, the Queen's Gambit. So my so okay, that show has been popping. 
Yeah. Uh, and my and my mom has been has been watching that. She kind of she kind of put it on at first as like background noise, but then she started like watching it, and then she started getting into it. Yeah. And I think the funniest interaction I had with my mom about it was I walked by and she was getting real into it. And it was really a tense scene. It was a very tense scene. And I walk over. And I'm like, "Hey, mom. It's like, have you like?" Has this, like, given you any, like, new appreciation or, like, uh, you know, or any, like, cool insight to the world of chess? And she's watching it, and she looks at me, and she's like, well, I don't know how to play chess, so, no. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a really good show. (laughs) It is a super good show. Um, I never knew that chess players could have been so hype just watching. Yeah, it's a it's a super intense game. Uh, yeah, and like just watching it. So, um, uh, the Queen's Gambit for people who don't know is a new. If you're still living under your rock. Yeah, it's still living under the rock. It's a uh, a mini series on Netflix that started streaming about October twenty third of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it's uh based off of the uh nineteen eighty three novel The Queen's Gambit. Uh, by Walter Tevis. Mm-hmm. And the um, reason why it's called Queen's Gambit is like that's a that's a move in chess. That's an opening. Um, I don't I don't understand the opening, but that's okay because I don't. You don't need to know. You don't need to understand chess to enjoy this show. Yeah, yeah. My mom uh, take it from my mom. She does. She doesn't know how to play chess. I don't know how to play chess. Uh, so uh, yeah. yeah, you know you don't gotta know. Yeah, it, it, but just because you don't know doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. I do know how to play chess. I've been playing chess for a while, but it's, uh, it, it is definitely just fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. The show follows uh, um, Beth Harmon uh, from like her early, early ages, um, who's played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. and uh she's a she's she's an orphan she was like orphaned at like nine years old and is also mm-hmm. like a chess prodigy after the uh custodian at her uh like her boarding house or whatever it's called um kind of teaches her how to play chess right. and she's trying to become the best that's that's the whole show is her going through and becoming the world champion but she's also you know addicted to drugs because apparently in the 1950s it was okay to give kids tranquilizer pills yeah so apparently so that's that's a thing um now my question for you is do you know if this is based on like true events or is this just like historical fiction so i think i think it's it is a fictional story uh beth Harmon isn't a real person but the um the author of the book did like study a whole bunch of chess and like based beth Harmon off of um like four real chess players so there's i think it would be historical fiction in that sense but there is like some truth in there i guess as historical fiction does yeah yeah um but you know she's she's addicted to drugs and alcohol um as and is trying to you know you just see like 
how like obsession and addiction is kind of like the the theme of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also because uh, it's also the the girl power show because it's the girl like it's it's the young lady overcoming you know the 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 man the man the the penis yes. chess uh, world yeah because you know ch- chess is a, is a man's game uh, <laughs> yeah yeah try try telling people that now <laughs> don't you love how society's views just flip but because uh, you know. I'm sure you know the manliest of man uh, would say that they they're an avid chess player. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they're super confident in their masculinity and their gigantic penis. <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it's uh, it, yeah, it it does follow that because you know Beth Harmon is a is a woman, and you do just mm-hmm. see those societal differences because um, it is the 1950s. Absolutely. Um, and like her her childhood friend, it, it even like touches a little bit on race too, because yeah, like yeah, her yeah, her childhood friend is uh um is African American, and yeah. um you know just watching like her just talk shit, and everyone's like oh yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it it goes through uh goes from around the world she's playing chess around the world plays in kentucky that's where she starts the little podunk kentucky and then um goes to paris and then moscow all around the world um cool but you know it is definitely a fun show to watch it is a drama um and like there's not really any um what's it called you know uh fighting or action in that sense but uh like there's there's one scene that you know actually started making me laugh um Mm -hmm. where like she's playing against this this russian guy at like i think paris or something like that and Mm -hmm. uh he's like a 14 year old kid because apparently russia is like really good at chess i think was chess like made in russia i don't know about that but i don't know yeah i don't know we're not that smart but you know for for brevity that's a that's a pre. I figured. I just figured that chess was invented by at like the beginning of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you know what? Let's go with that. So chess was invented at the beginning of time, but and, you know what? <laughs> even the cavemen were playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. With rock, like they just had different colored rocks. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Ahead of their time. Man. We should be. We should be prof- uh, professors. Of uh, history, <laughs> obviously, obviously, we're we are professional historians, <laughs> clearly. Um, but yeah, no, so she's playing against this like fourteen-year-old kid from Russia who's like another childhood child prodigy, and like you don't see the board, but you just see them like moving pieces and just making like loud like. Uh, like the pieces hitting the board and it goes on for a good like couple of minutes and it just it cuts to her then it cuts to him then it cuts to her then it cuts to him and it started just get it got a little bit long and i started just laughing because it's like <laughs> like it's super like intense like they're they're getting like they have the their the intensity in their eyes mm-hmm. we don't see anything <laughs> it made yeah. me laugh a lot yeah, yeah. 
But you know, it it is definitely something I'd I'd recommend for people to listen to. Uh, or not well, listen to watch rather. Well, that's good. That's good. Um I did do one other thing this week. Okay. Uh so I played I played a video game. Oh. Yeah. We do like we do play video we games. We do here. play video games and uh this game was you know, it it wrinkled me a lot. Uh it wrinkled my brain. Uh, my brain was smooth beforehand. It is wrinkled now. Oh dear. Okay. And this game is called Super Liminal. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of this game, uh, Eli? I don't think I have. Let me let me let me do a little quick search on it. You can keep going. Yeah. So Super Liminal is a is a puzzle video game from 2019 that is uh, in first person. And uh, okay. the the main like elements of gameplay in this game is uh, using like optical illusions and forced perspective. Uh, oh, God. So I'm looking at the screenshots. So I'm already tripping the fuck out. Yo, it is so. It it it, it made me think so differently. Um. So the idea of uh, oh no, Jesus. <laughs> Oh god, I'm watching clip. Oh, stop! <laughs> oh my god. The fucking the fucking grab a tiny thing and it's actually super big. Yeah. Oh no. Uh so for anybody who doesn't know what force perspective is, it's the idea of like like have you ever like, you know, you're you're looking out the window and you see people walking around walking like on the sidewalk. You know, this is pre yeah. uh corona virus. You know, whenever people like we're close to each other and you look out and you like just put your fingers like around somebody's head and you kind of just like act like they're a grape and you kind of just squish it. So what if that was a game Uh, and you could pick them up and just put them on your desk and that's actually how big they are. Christ. So like or the idea like you pick up like, you know, a drink that you have and then you like put it out like you you put it uh you look back at the window and you drop it and then it's as big as a house because that's your perspective it is that that, that's a game you play under the influence right there yeah yeah uh it is it's a very trippy game um like there was there's a there's a level in the game where it's called dollhouse and basically like you you fall into this room and then on this table there's a there's a house and you can pick up the house and make it big um Mm -hmm. and then walk into it and it changes like because if if it's too big you're too small to like jump over things but if it's too small then you're too big to like get through places it it broke me, man. It broke me. I, I can only imagine. So, because uh, I, I am a small, small brain plebeian. Um, as I am professionally, clinically dumb. <laughs> so stuff like that is, uh, is very is a lot for me at least. Yeah, I know I, I can't do a whole lot. 
Yeah, I I was I was playing the game and I was I had um I was I was streaming it to uh, one of my buddies. And it took me like an hour to do one of these puzzles. Like I was genuinely stumped. Mm-hmm. Um as it uh, it was a, it was like a cloning puzzle. So basically like you clicked on you tried to pick it up, you would just make another one. Mm-hmm. Um I figured out a lot of things that you can do to in that puzzle didn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As my buddy put it, the only reason why I got through was through brute force because I used something that you weren't even supposed to use in order to get through the puzzle, which was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah. So then we looked it up. Uh, how you solve it is within twenty seconds. Uh, <laughs> it's a 20 second can be just solved it's like one click you put the square in the square hole obviously yeah and i got so mad oh i play i played this game in one playthrough it took me four hours to play it mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brain was just hurting left and right hey hey with that pain those are wrinkles yeah. oh yeah no i i am wrinkly now like, Your brain looks like a crumbled up piece of paper. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Subliminal ready 2, these, hit me these, up. Ready to conquer these smooth posers. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, gave, it did give me an idea, though. Um, so, Eli, is there yes. is there a devil fruit uh, in One Piece that deals with, like, force perspective or anything like that? Um, no, there isn't. As off the top of my head, there is not. Because as I was playing it, that was like one of my ideas. What if this was a devil fruit ability? Just to apply force perspective. Yes! That would be pretty trippy. It would be super trippy. It's like, hey, I got this, uh, this boat in my pocket. Like or like, so no one can steal anything from you. It's like, hey, I'm just gonna take the boat, put it in my pocket. You walk like a hundred feet away. Yeah. So it's tiny. <laughs> yeah. That's so trippy. <laughs> It'd be so dope. That's so weird. <laughs> it's like there's not a whole lot you can do against it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, uh, it would be great. It would be great. I don't. Know, it obviously wouldn't be able to like be shown in like a manga or anything like that. Oh, I mean, I guess it could, but oh, uh, it, it could because that's a very visual uh, ability. Yeah. Um, but Jesus, there's not, there's not too, there's not a whole lot you can that can be done to counter that. <laughs> I guess like the old, like if you wanted to like put like, um what's it called like restrictions on it you can make it so they can't be like anything organic i suppose uh like you could you could make it like i guess the word balanced but yeah i think it would just be funny like yeah or like you can't like directly influence something uh organic so like you like say that let's say this guy's like the bad guy right or like fight Mm -hmm. uh, like a villain to luffy and them and this is this is one piece in case you guys don't know uh what one piece is it's a uh well I'll let Eli explain what one piece is just for a second 
hey, there's no need to explain it. It's One Piece. All right, there we go. go. All right, we'll keep going. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't know, Google it, and you'll be you're good. If you don't know what One Piece is, then I, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, um, it's, it's but the most popular graphic novel series in the world right now. The, the people know. The people know. Okay, but you know, so like, just like the idea that like they're trying to uh escape the bad guy's pocket mm-hmm. like they were on their ship and like oh uh, like what what's the what's luffy's ship like the the thousand sunny yeah thousand sunny like the other guy just takes the thousand sunny just puts it in his pocket yeah and so then luffy's just super super small <laughs> it's just fighting yeah. in this guy's pocket yeah. i think it would be pretty fun Speaking speaking of One Piece, uh, I got caught up uh, recently. Oh, uh, I was I was a couple weeks behind because my the the service that I use for manga um, uh, was discontinued, so I had to find a new one. I found a new one, and I got caught up to uh, One Piece, and oh my god, uh, Wano Kuni is probably the best arc thus far there is so much there's there is so much lore that is being um that is being you know addressed and being tied up in this arc so many things that uh oda has um hinted at and nudged at and has mentioned in you know throwaway comments all that stuff a lot of it is being addressed in this arc, and it feels so satisfying. That's awesome. Stuff that he's stuff that he's talked about hundreds, hundreds of chapters ago. That would be like equivalent to a decade, fifteen years ago, <laughs> right? Yeah. The 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 absolute patience that this man has to just not blow his load all over prematurely is astounding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a, a character who, uh, uh, who was selling a sword, uh, you know, in like chapter fucking 150, basically talks about how he was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a famous swordsman from, from, from Wano. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool little, like, that's a cool name, that's you know, cool name. back then. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this character shows up again uh, all the way now. And he's like, oh, hey, hey you know, and it's up? like he's relevant. He's like super relevant now. And it's stuff like that. That's pretty cool. And, it, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, these little throwaway comments that we made. Oh, no, they're super relevant now. They're stay like, or we're giving the backstory context to that now well, and it's just it, it's it's amazing and uh the action i think is really good the stakes are great and you know stuff that's even going on outside of wano is 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 very interesting and intriguing it, it's so it's great i love the art i love where it's going because that's with the um, uh, kaido isn't it yes that is with uh kaido and his and, and the beast pirates yeah kaido's the best my favorite villain. In that. Kaido is a pretty great villain. <laughs> um, because he he's very much just straightforward. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just wants to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And, and die. And, and kill himself, yes. <laughs> uh, 
in the most glorious fashion. But I I I love I love Kaido. does I love does he have a dragon or not dragon a uh, devil fruit? So we haven't gotten like an explicit explanation of what his devil fruit is, but all we know is that he turns into an Eastern style uh, dragon. Okay. Because like I don't I don't know if like they like if he if he does have a devil fruit couldn't he just go into the into the ocean? Maybe I don't know. Hmm. They haven't they haven't, they haven't uh, like, ex- explained. They it. haven't explicitly explained what like his devil fruit yet. We haven't gotten like you know the breakdown explanation of what it is and what it does exactly. Okay. Uh, but we just know that he is a devil fruit user. And it it allows him to turn into and have the capabilities of an Eastern style dragon. Interesting. Um, you know, um, and it, it's just I I love this arc. I love the characters in it. I I love I love all of it. Um, and I won't spoil it um, for anybody, but just know that if you're watching the anime, you're in for a surprise, especially since the anime's quality has jumped up exponentially. Oh really? Uh, I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, I gotta send you some clips. Yeah, after do. this, because uh, there are some really, really good. Uh, there, there, there are fights that were in the manga, probably like a page, like a couple pages, that are just these full blown, you know, um, spectacular fight scenes. Ooh, I like fight scenes. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that that was not how the manga did it, but that's okay because this is even better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which is great because the One Piece anime, uh, at least post time skip, uh, you know, most people have been saying it's kind of been teetering into the into the low quality range, into the lower quality range, mm. and I think it really hit its peak uh, of kind of low quality in Dressrosa um, a couple years ago, and then in uh, Whole Cake uh, after that. Um, the the major arc after that, I think it kind of picked up a little bit, especially um, towards the end when we had Luffy versus Katakuri. That's um, a dog. What? That's dog tooth. Dog tooth. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, that fight was really well done, and that whole that whole kind of like latter half of the arc was well done. But it was Wano where we got basically a complete art style change for the play. It was it's basically an art style change. Uh, and just the animation has been consistently really, really good. So cool. if you're watching the anime, if you're anime only, you're in. You're in for a wild ride, especially since I don't think I think they're about to get to the to the Odin um, backstory, which was the uh, old Shogun of Wano before Kaido and uh, Orochi took over. Mm. But um, but they're about to get there, and I I can't wait to see some how they do it um but yeah one piece is great uh we're about to get in some dangerous stuff apparently you know we're getting we're getting we're looking where we see the finish line a couple like you know we see it it's at least the five light is at years. the end of the tunnel at, at yeah. the, at how the very, far uh, most i guess five years yeah <laughs> how far away it is we don't know but there we see that glimpse of light <laughs> Um, and, uh, what else have I done this week? I haven't really done a whole lot this week. Uh, cause I work, I work terribly. Um, we finally got, well, I uh, guess Saturdays off. 
Well, I don't have Saturdays off. I kind of just managed to get yesterday off as like pity. Mm. Um, but I'll, I'll figure it out. We have to, we have to, you know, do the thing. Yeah. But uh, and this upcoming week for American Thanksgiving, uh, I work every day except Thanksgiving. Uh, so that's gonna be fun. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, the truck, the truck for Friday is going to show up Wednesday, and we're off that the the that Thursday um, for Thanksgiving. But we work Black Friday. Apparently, everyone is scheduled to work Black Friday, even though I work at a fucking clothing store, you know. So we're not going to like have any doorbusters. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think it's a little ridiculous, but who knows? Who knows? I could be I could be wrong. I could be surprised. But I work the morning, so I don't give a fuck. As long as the truck isn't too big, it will be. Um, I'll I'll, I'll work with what I got. Yeah. Um, one thing one thing we've been getting through, we've been watching, and we're getting we're nearing the end of. Is we've been watching uh, Symbiotic Titan. We sure have. Symbiotic Titan's pretty good. I enjoy it. I like it a lot. Yes. Um, for the uninformed, it is it is uh, it is an old well not old but it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, it's kind of old at this point. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> well let me see let me symbiotic. We're pulling up the the times for you so we can give you the cold hard facts all right so it's 2010 2010. um it is a show by gennady uh charkowski um and uh who for the uninformed he was a guy who did samurai jack uh most notably and if you're living in the now he is doing the show um primal uh on adult swim which is all really good shows, but Symbiotic Titan is a great show that ended way too soon. Um, but it is on currently on Netflix up until what the fifteenth of December. Yeah, I think I, it, so. I think it's saying. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, watch it because I don't think I don't think any other um, streaming platform has it, and uh, and when that show leaves, Netflix will lose a very very good show. That deserves way way more attention. Yeah, it, it, it um, is a it is a fun show to watch. Um, I li- I like all the like the main characters. The main characters are really cool. I think my yes. favorite is Octus. Octus is is good. Um, is good. so for just like a little like, I guess like explanation of like what the show is. It is yeah. a uh, a show that's um the main characters are from this other you know alien planet. That they look like humans, but they're not. Um, and uh, you know, they're the main three characters is the the princess from that uh, planet, uh, her appointed bodyguard, and then a robot that's like mm-hmm. there to protect her as well. Um, and the reason why she's not on the planet is because lo and behold, they're in a war. That that. Alien planets in a war, and they aren't—they aren't winning. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, no, they go to Earth as that's the planet that, uh, you know, they uh, that has humans and they look like humans. And they go and try to blend into society uh, while the... Just to, just to stall and hold out uh, so they can, you know, get the war situation figured out at home. Yeah. And uh, while the, the enemy is sending a lot like i guess they know that they're on earth and are sending a whole bunch of assassins to try and uh kill her or bring her back um so yeah it's a fun show Uh, it is is a great show uh very very dark Mm -hmm. uh you know they're like there's there's some blood uh there's some some violence you know, it's a very, it's a very, uh, mature show for its, for its time and for the, the channel it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, like there, there's some death, there are some explicit deaths, some pretty graphic, like action for, for it being a, a children's show on Cartoon Network. Like it's not anything um, that's like super alarming, but you know it, they, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. there but you know it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like whoa this this is for children yeah you know this is intended for like for for te- uh children and young teens but it's it's a really it's a really good show mm-hmm. um and i also mean mature in the fact that like shows kind of show kind of gets a little horny at times <laughs> uh especially that that twerking scene you all know you all know the twerking scene. You don't you don't you don't need an explanation on that. Uh, and if you don't know, watch the show and get to episode ten, <laughs> which is like right in the middle of the sh- of the series. Oh, it's smack dab in the middle. Uh, but the show the show gets a little gets a little horny sometimes, and uh, you know what? Sure, made me laugh. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was um, all in good fun. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a great. It show. It doesn't like show any like nudity or anything like that. Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. just it's just it's enough to make you raise an eyebrow. <laughs> uh, and you know, for some shows, uh, especially ones for Cartoon Network, even though Cartoon Network has always kind of leaned towards the the bit more, uh, I guess, edgier, darker side. Than, than you know Nickelodeon or Disney say, um, but you know it, it's it's enough to make you raise an eyebrow and kind of go huh, hmm. But I love the show. Um, I wish I wish it you know uh, was able to live out its full lifespan, but it was cut short. Hmm. Do um, we know why it was cut short? So apparently, apparently um, due to Cartoon Network, their official. To a uh, to a um, perpeted Cartoon Network insider, it was canceled not due to terrible ratings, but instead due to the fact that it didn't have enough merchandising potential. What do you mean it didn't have enough merchandising potential? What? I, you know, you know, can't sell toys. Oh my goodness! Even though you know they're literally they literally turn into uh, into mechs and robots. Yeah, like there's uh, so many toys you can make you know, out of that. And they're, these giant monsters and uh, and all that good stuff. So merchandising potential. Mushi was the best. I'm still um, sad that he didn't join. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I I know the chances are basically zero. Um, if they aren't zero, but I would love it if Symbiotic Titan was to come back in some capacity. But I know um, Gennady Tarkowski has moved on to so many different uh, other projects, um, and you know I think I think Symbiotic Titan is behind them, and uh, but I would love it. I think Symbi- I think Symbiotic Titan is a perfect show for like nowadays in the streaming era. Yeah. Um I think it's perfect for that for that type of platform. It's just one of those um, shows that was, was lost in the corporate world. Lost to the corporate world rather. Yeah, yeah. It's um, kind of unfortunate. Very. But the animation is stellar. Um even even the the CG is still still holds up. You know, usually it was sometimes it's a little jarring and it kind of sticks out. But no, it, it holds up and it's very still in style. Um, so I, I love the show. Wish it got more attention. But hey. Yeah, so definitely go and go watch uh, Symbiotic Titan on Netflix. Uh, you got yes. until December 15th. It's not too Please long. Please watch it. Please watch it before it leaves or else you will. I think I think that's the only legal way to watch it right now yeah because uh, netflix uh, netflix is it unless someone else is uh smart enough to grab it um so please by all means watch it hey look at that time eli what t- what's the time it's time for oh! an ad right yes it is time we have to let in a word from our sponsors All right. Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> amazing. Oh my god. Woo. Yes, you should you should purchase and indulge the product that was put in the ad. If that's how you want to support the yelling in the distance podcast so that we continue to yell, go go buy that thing. Go do that. Uh just don't do it if it's like if you don't need it. Even if you don't need it, get it for a friend. It's holidays. There we go. Holidays. Uh, perfect segment. Perfect. So what's been going on in the, the news, Eli? Ooh, the news! Okay, um, so to start off, um, so we have gotten news that um, Black Panther 2 will start filming in July of 2021. Oh, really? Yes. <sighs> so we don't know. We don't know what what's what is the fate of uh, t'challa because uh you know unfortunately uh chadwick boseman had passed away mm-hmm. which is um, super so he, sad like, he how old was he, he was like 30 something wasn't he he was i think he was like mid to late 30s yeah um but uh, and also thing with chadwick boseman the i can't remember what it was called but the last movie that he performed in will be on Netflix, I believe, next month. Uh, let's see. It wasn't Twenty One Bridges, right? No, 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 no. Uh, my Rainey's Black Bottom. Maybe. 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 Uh, but uh, but the last the last film that he performed in will will hit Netflix very soon, and uh, we should all watch it. Because, you know, Chadwick Boseman is great. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman uh, is and... pretty great. Uh, if you don't know, he did uh, pass away uh, August 28th of this year, yes. 2020. Yes. Um, 
and he had a, a very and he had a very uh, rampant ongoing battle with uh, with cancer. Um, he he died from uh, stage four, um, and he kept it a secret uh, up until up until his past. Yeah, and it, it's it's very interesting because like during the time of him playing Black Panther, he was also going through all this, and yes. nobody knew at all. Um, he was he was forty three. Forty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's still super young, like very young. Um, but and words cannot express, um, you know, the 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 emotion and the loss. But um, Black Panther two is set to start filming in July in Atlanta uh, of next year. We don't know. We have no idea what they're going to do with Black with the character Black Panther T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do know is that. Uh, the younger sister Shuri will have a more prominent role in the film. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, that's pretty great. She was she was awesome in the show. Like she had she had her own like little spunk. Yes, uh, we have no idea what that means. We have no idea what the details are. But that that's for the most part, that's all we know. Uh, I I saw a tweet about it, and I I feel the same way. But I feel really really bad for the creative staff, the writers, um, because they are in a impossible situation right now um, with dealing with T'Challa. There, there, is no, there is no correct way to handle this situation. Yeah. Um, and I don't think... And, you know, regardless of what, what they go with, people will be upset. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree uh, with that. Because... Because you could go with option A. The the two obvious options is you can go with option A. Um, T'Challa dies. Um, and that would make a bunch of people upset. Because, uh, you know, he would have died prematurely. Because, you know, his story his story's not done yet. Yeah. Um, so if he were to die, it would be... It wouldn't be that great. Even if they come up with a fantastic... You know, the perfect reason that makes a ton of sense... Um, it still would be very unsatisfying. Or you can have it to where, you know, uh, you recast him and it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Um, It's going to be difficult to, like, fill uh, both of his shoes. And the actor, if they do go to recast, and the actor that would uh, take uh, Mr. Bozeman's spot would have an overwhelming amount of pressure uh which is you know and he would have a lot of expectations and would receive and regardless of if he performed perfectly he would receive a lot of negative uh attention and a lot of negative uh you know backlash yeah that that really only a certain specific type of strong-willed people can handle um so it's an impossible situation and I wish the best for, for the creative staff because, you know, it, it, it's a, it, it is the true definition of a rock and a hard place. Yeah. It is difficult. Yeah. Um, speaking of films and sequels, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know, but Adam, what is your experience with uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? I'll be honest, I forgot that show existed, or that movie existed. Uh, 
isn't that isn't that the same show with the kids from like the the Spy Kids movies? It's the same director and it's the same like studio and all that good stuff. Okay, yeah, because I that's what I. Uh, yeah, I remember that that movie. It gets trippy later on in the movie. I remember, like looking yeah. back at um, it. So, what if I told you that Netflix plan a a sequel? Why? <laughs> Uh, so Shark Boy and Lava Girl return in new Netflix movie called We Can Be Heroes. Uh, and it has the same director, Robert Rodriguez. Okay. And yeah, Shark Boy and Lava Girl are in the film. Uh, however, uh, while they retain the actress for Lava, the original actress for Lava Girl, Taylor Lautner will not be Shark Boy, mm. uh, which is a huge missed opportunity. Uh, I don't know what what happened. Like what? But, wasn't that his like debut? That was his. That was the 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 role that put him on the map. Yeah. Yes. Dream, 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 dream. Um. But yeah, we're getting a sequel, and from the screenshots that we have, this movie looks like it's going to be pissed. <laughs> I mean, what do you um, expect? Like, let me, let me show you, let me, let me, well, you know, since we have made groundbreaking, uh, uh, breakthroughs in CG technology. No. Uh, yet this movie looks like it was still made in 2005. Oh, no. I'm going to send you one of these screenshots and get my, get my, my honest to God reaction. What the yes. hell is that? Yeah, so uh, oh. we all know. Everyone knows that uh, the Spy Kids movies and the Shark Boy and Lava Girl, you know that those that saga of movies, they were made specifically. Um, they were made with three D technology in mind because that was on the rise. You know the old white glasses with the red and blue lenses. Yeah. Um, you know though that's that's what that's what they were. Um, that's what they had on. As a result, the movies age like milk. The CG is not good. Uh, the movies are not good. Um, they they don't they haven't aged well. The effects are god awful, and the movies themselves, while they while you probably have a lot of nostalgia for them, movies just aren't that great. No, they're not. I have, I I don't even really remember much about them. But they're not. Dream, dream. Dream, 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 dream. Shark Boy looks so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like she looks, <laughs> she looks fine, I guess. Like, but <laughs> just the helmet. Did he have the helmet yeah. in the show? No, he didn't have the helmet in the movie. In the original movie, it looks so bad. Wait, doesn't he have um, like a fin on his back? Yeah. He so now he's got fin two fins. Back. Dude, <laughs> uh, all I know is that this movie is going to be utter horseshit. Oh my god! Um, and you know what? Maybe, maybe that's the that maybe that's the intent. Maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe it's supposed to look bad. Maybe it's supposed to look like yeah. You that, know, that, that, that that's the creative out. process working. There we go. Maybe I don't know. 
Um, we'll have to see. There's a trailer out for it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I I don't think I want to. No, we're gonna watch it. If I'm gonna, oh, fuck. okay, <laughs> we're gonna watch this. Twenty twenty is a great year. It's a year for something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting we're getting more Shark Boy and Lava Girl because you know everyone wanted more Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Obviously. Oh yeah, no, that. I can sleep better at night now, knowing that uh-huh. that that's coming out. Uh huh. Well, so that's happening. That is apparently uh, happening. Next. <laughs> next. Um. So, this is this is very personal for me. Okay. Uh, but um, Jump Force. <laughs> As 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 we all as, as as well, Jump Force for the uninformed is the, the uh, anniversary game for Shonen Jump. Uh, it's a it's an arena fighter, another anime arena fighter um, that has come out, and it has all your fame your favorite Shonen Jump uh, characters over the over of now and back then, and they're all in an arena fighting, beating the shit out of each other, and uh, the game is not that good. Uh, <laughs> at all, uh, it is very uncanny with a lot of its characters, uh, because it is on the Unreal Engine and it is supposed to like be you know these characters in real life, um, so they all look realistic and it is um, some anime. of them need to be killed with fire. Yeah, it's, it's anime. Yeah. Um. That being said, though, um, there's DLC coming. <laughs> another wave of DLC coming and it was leaked that Giorno and Yoruichi were 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 coming oh. and Giorno from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures and Yoruichi from Bleach and they're and it's real Bandai Namco confirmed it's real ooh wee that's pretty cool yeah yeah um you know that that game's got a lot of a lot of fun characters to play doesn't it have um it has the uh, obviously it has like One Piece characters, but uh, who, what's the the cook's name? Um, on from from uh, One Piece, Sanji. Sanji. The, isn't Sanji in that game? Yes, he is. In yeah, there. that's like my favorite um, mechanic in that game. Is I'm pretty sure it's... Sanji. Sanji can't hurt. Yeah, no. So Sanji, uh, Sanji can't hurt female female characters in in the game. Uh, he will get all hard eyes, and all his moves are rendered useless. He can't hurt a female character, which makes Sanji basically unplayable. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I had my hands on the game, I played as a female avatar because specifically so that I wouldn't have to deal with Sanji if I ever fought him. Um, because if you do, if Sanji shows up, it is an easy fight because he can't hurt you. Um, but that game is very sloppy, very messy. I haven't played it since its first like couple months that it came out. So maybe they, you know, fixed up some of the some of the the the, the bugs and you know the the the, the cheats that that game has because there are some easy stun locks. Oh, is there that you could? Yes, that you can do and that the enemies can do back, and it is abysmal. It is so infuriating. Yeah, those those kind of because uh, I mean in any fighting game like that, it's it's annoying to like 
get stuck in the in the corner, I guess would be the way to say it. Yeah, if it gets to a point where you can just put the controller down and it just makes no difference, that means you fucked up. <laughs> uh either either that person you're playing against or the ai is god tier or the game is shit i mean it's so annoying with like i i'm fine if it's like that if it's like a like a player and he's doing like a really complicated um like combo and is doing it like over and over and over again you know what i mean but if it's Mm -hmm. the ai that's just spamming one ability and it's like i can't move fuck that yeah it's (laughs) It's Garbo. Uh, the game itself isn't that great. Uh, it was not met with good reception. It was it was nominated for Fighting Game of the Year the year it came really? out. Really? And uh, yes, and it should have won. <laughs> Unironically, it should have won. Were all the other games uh, that bad? No. Or were there just but no the fighting memes, games that came the, out that the year? memes. No, there were fighting games. It was just the memes. Oh. We had to make the memes real. Yeah, the memes are, do need to be real. Because uh, this piece of shit game being an award-winning game, that'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I voted for it. Like, uh, unironically. <laughs> uh, you know. Play, play, don't play Jump Force. Play, it's kind of like League. Yeah, play, don't play, play, don't play League. Don't play League. Play, don't play, play it. Don't play it. <laughs> um, what's next? Um, um, so speaking of video games, ooh, segways. You know, you know, hey, you like Nintendo, right? I do like Nintendo. Hey, you like Smash Brothers? I do like Smash Brothers. Well, Nintendo fucking hates you for playing Smash Brothers, what? as Nintendo has has made a cease and desist call on an upcoming online tournament. What does that mean? What? Uh, so... So they're, they're so, telling people not to play their game? No, 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 no. So, uh, what was the story? What was the story? Because, um, I mean, we're kind of in so that ba- situation of COVID that we can't, like, have people go to, like, tournaments. Well, okay, 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 okay. So there was an online tournament, okay. right? There was an online tournament um, for Melee. Uh, okay. Um, and the, and it was, it was a social distance event, um, and it was online and all that good stuff. Um, however, because of the mods that they were using to have the game be on, to have Melee play online, um, Nintendo made a cease and desist call Hmm. to put an end to the tournament and the broadcasts. Uh, and it was primarily due to the to the mod that they were using called Slippy. Okay. Uh, and the mod was used, as I said, to to allow them to play melee online and be able to host the tournament to begin with. Yeah, uh, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, for those who don't know what Super Smash Bros. Melee is, it's the it's a Nintendo fighting game, and the and the people who play it professionally are elitist are usually elitist child pedophiling assholes who need to take a fucking shower. That's the explanation. Yeah, I guess that's that's one way to look at it. Um, <laughs> it is the second melee melee players are 
Not all of them, of course. Yeah. But melee players are generally elitist assholes because they hate they hate the other games because they can't fucking wave dash. Um, a lot of them are uh, a lot of them have been outed. A lot of prominent Smash players have been outed as um, p- pedophiles and sex offenders, and it's kind of disgusting. And the meme that melee players need to take a shower consistently stays true. Yeah. On a very sad level. Uh, that's the explanation. And that that's the one we're, we're going to go with. However, um, this sucks because Nintendo is continually, continually um, slapping people in the face for just trying to play their games. Yeah, I mean, it's very it's, they have a very like rocky relationship with with the uh, like the competitive um, f- uh, like base competitive uh, uh, player base and uh mm-hmm. themselves like nintendo because uh, doesn't uh sakurai that's his name right yes Masahiro yeah sakurai. doesn't he just he despise uh the competitive aspect of lee of uh smash so he it's a bit of a rocky situation because he he never he never wanted smash brothers to be like this huge basically like street fighter level you know competitive mm-hmm. thing Right. Sakurai himself uh, has talked about many times how he used to be very avid in uh, in fighting games. And I think uh, one story that he talked about um, was the reason why he made Smash Brothers the way it was, was because he used to be kind of one of those elitist assholes uh-huh. um, in fighting games. And I remember he taught he the story goes on, the, on basically that he, when he was younger, he was in an arcade. Right. And he was, and you know, the Japanese style arcade or like, you know, those type of arcade uh, cabinets where it's, you know, two sides. Right? Yeah. And both sides, you know, each one is a player and all that good stuff. Well, he was, he was on one side. He was fucking dominating at his local uh, arcade. He, like, he was one of the best. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple, right, that came up and they were playing and the guy was playing against them. He fucking destroyed that guy. And he felt bad because they kind of walked away a little disappointed. He felt like he ruined their date. Um, he felt like he ruined that guy's time, mm. and so he was like, and so he was like, he wanted to make a fighting game that was kind of not like that, um, a more party game. Yeah. And he's all, and he's kind of talked about he doesn't really care for the competitive. I think he's, I think he's accepted it, um, and it's kind of in that sort of indifferent zone now. Yeah. But he, in the past, he didn't really care for the competitive Smash Brothers scene, which is why we have uh, tripping in Brawl. Mm-hmm. Which came played. right after Melee, right? That was the, that was the yeah. game after Melee? Because Melee yeah, yeah. is the most competitive uh, of, the, yes. of the Smash games. Because the characters just have that right weight. There's the wave dashing. There are so many different exploits. Whatever, whatever. Basically, everything that uh, that people that competitive people like about melee is an accident or a glitch that was never intended to be in the game, and they're piss babies um, because that feature is never acknowledged or put into the sequels. <laughs> like wave that, da- like wave dashing is not a thing. Like that's not an official thing. That was a that's a bug. That people exploited, and so you know when they're like, "Oh, we don't play uh, 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 Smash Four or Smush Smash Ultimate because 
uh, there's no wave dashing. It's like, of course there's no fucking wave dashing. It's a glitch, you dumbasses. <laughs> Just play the games. <laughs> I just love your so, like your actual hatred for some, uh, melee players. So, so I'm I am personally not a competitive person. I don't have a competitive spirit, right? I'm the type of I like to win, like anybody else does. But I also don't really care if I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm in it just to play. I like to play the game. I like to have fun with my friends. I'm more in it for the atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want everybody to have fun. And if you're being a piss baby, sore loser, or even worse, a sore winner, uh, you ruin the fun. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, I want to win. And yes, I do feel bad if I lose, but it's not the end of the world because I realize that it's just a game. It's just a game. Yeah. Uh, I, I am a competitive person. Uh, (laughs) uh, that's, I do like, whenever I try to like. I'm always trying to improve in like games I'm playing that I take like with other players or other people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't get to that point where or at least I try not to get to that point where it's like just start uh you know, just I don't know, trying to bring everybody else down cuz yeah, just like you said, it is a game. Like you're supposed to have fun. Um Yeah. So, you know, there is is that. But it's and some people have fun uh, some people have fun, like, in the competition, which is fine. It's just, if you get to the point where you're, like, smashing your controller, or, you know, you're walking out because you lost, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's going too far. It's just a game, guys. There, there is that, we're, that... We're all here to have fun. There are those people who are like, I I won't play, like, especially in Melee. Like, I won't play because uh, my, uh, uh, it's not my com- uh, controller. Or, like, my controller broke, so I'm just going to, like, get out of the tournament. Yeah, it's stuff like that. That's just like, come on now, man. Um, you know, people, people, I like, I understand. People want to win, and that's fine. It's just don't let that, don't don't let that ruin the experience or sour the experience for those around you. Yeah, right. Because not because not everyone you know is in it for that. Um. And that's part of the reason why I don't really play a lot of uh, online or competitive games is because you're usually surrounded by people who, you know... Do. Who are just... <laughs> yeah. Who are just way more in it, and I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will probably never play uh, uh, Overwatch or League of Legends partly because of that reason. It's just... It just gets to a toxic level. Yeah. In, in those... in yeah. like... Because with any kind of competitive, like there is that, there are toxic people and toxic that toxic uh, community, and like yeah. you have to remember that people are still, you know, people. Yeah. So, so like in Overwatch, you know, if if we're forming a team and I can't play my character because that's just not what the team needs, then fuck you. I just want to play this guy because he looks cool, you know. Fuck whatever role it is. I just want to play this guy. You pick a character based on what I pick if that's what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just want to I just want to play the fat guy with a hook. <laughs> Good old Roadhog. Yeah. And if it's like, oh, we don't need a ro- Roadhog. Play, play, play a Mercy. Pick Mercy. It's like, fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm gonna play Roadhog and get to play the game from spite, asshole. Because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do it the donkey way, and I, I I love I love that shit. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so. That is probably the most satisfying thing. The donkey videos when he does stuff like that. Um, uh, I love it in fucking uh in his Valorant video. Where people are like, why you got the shotgun? Shotgun's a, a terrible weapon. And then it cuts to a mini montage of him dominating with the shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so great. Or like in Overwatch, where it's like, Ugh, why are you playing Tracer? That's a trash character. Gets play of the game with Tracer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... Takes down the entire enemy team with just Tracer. Oh, man. It's... There's, there's a character... Um in in league uh his name's Jax, and one of his like mm-hmm. lines that's like the most um like famous that he says is like he he fights mm-hmm. with a a lamp post that's his weapon mm-hmm. and he's uh uh one of his things that he says is like imagine if i had a real weapon as he's just he just destroys the enemy team imagine if i had a real yeah. weapon <laughs> Oh, I, I just find that shit so satisfying because it's like that's that's kind of what that's kind of what those type of people need to be put in their place. Yeah. Because um, you know it's just a game. Yeah. Like I get I get it for some people it's a career and some people you know want that prize money because it can can get to a to a pretty to a pretty nice amount. Especially since but, like you know esports are starting to like pick up even more steam. Yeah, but. If you're getting to a point where you're just smashing your controller, you know, because you're so mad that you lost, um, it, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, one one thing though that I do find funny, uh, because I lack the competitive spirit, uh, I, I I do find it a little amusing when people who are competitive get upset because they'll beat me and I have no reaction. <laughs> Um, at work sometimes whenever we're, we're processing or we're doing stuff, we'll make it, so they'll make it a competition. Uh, and you know, it's against me. And so I'll lose cause I'm, I'm not the fastest worker. Oops. Um, sound like something broke. No, no, it's all good. Okay. But, uh, I'm not the fastest worker, so they'll win. They'll beat me at the thing. And you know they'll 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 you know make their their victory thing and all that good stuff. And I'm just kind of like I'm just kind of sitting there just still working. I'm like, good job, man. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> give me give me my win. Yeah, you don't do that. Give me the win. You you not getting upset is not is you're taking the yeah, win. Yeah, because that's that's some of the that's some of the uh, the prize is just seeing the other person like mad or sad. Oh, man. and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, I had fun. Because <laughs> that, uh, like, because like I, as I've said said before, like uh, I play league, and unfortunately. yeah, unfortunately, and you know, it I don't normally like do well in that game, but when I do, and like it gets to the point that like the other players are like going like, oh man, like that that character's broken and stuff like that, you know it. It makes me happy to like see them get upset, um, because like I know for a fact that what they're saying is just bullshit. 
Because no, not yeah. broken at all. Um, yeah, <laughs> we we've we've personally known people like that. Uh, I remember there were two guys in particular that I remember, and of course I will not name them. Um, but there but there were two guys in particular. One of which, and this also pertains to Smash Brothers because that's what we played. There was one guy who whenever whenever you'd win, you know, he because he was good. He was a good he was good at playing. But you know, every everyone loses. Mm-hmm. So any any time he lost, his his excuse, quote unquote, would be, "Oh, I just wasn't really playing." You know what I mean? Oh, like, my oh I wasn't. This wasn't my. This wasn't my main. That's why you won. Okay. Um, and you try to delegitimize your win. Just let me have it. What? Um, yeah, because that that's what happened all the time. You know, because uh, I'm also the type of person that's like, don't hold back, regardless if you're good, bad, or whatever. Just play the game, right? Play how you would normally. If if you're going to dominate me and you know like kick my ass and you know do all that good stuff, give me a good nice fisting. <laughs> go for it, go for it. Just play, yeah, because uh, that's what I want. Um, and if you're gonna and if at the end of it you're just gonna be like, oh well, I wasn't. I I had my I had my hands tied. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh, I I I sneezed and I wasn't looking. And it's like, okay, guy, you lost though. That doesn't change the yeah, fact. It doesn't f- change the fact that you're looking at a defeat screen. <laughs> uh, your so, character's clapping for me. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the second person was the type who was like, um, who whenever you'd win, because he was also pretty good. He wasn't as good. But he was he was all right. But whenever you'd win, he'd be like, oh, uh, well, that character is broken for this and this and this reasons. Or like, oh, that character is just not, is not tournament friendly. Like, for this and this and this reasons. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, I, I'm playing a tournament uh, legal character and you're not. Or, you know, like, this character has this thing that that's just super broken and that's why you won because you used that move. And it's like, okay. Well, I mean, I still yeah. won. <laughs> Refer to like, first thing. You're still clapping. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's people like that that try really hard to just delegitimize your win. That that's also that's also a thing. That I it's like. it's. I don't know. Those kind of people don't really. I don't know. They're just annoying in that sense. It, yeah, because I'm all for the competition and like how you do. When you look up combo videos, or you know, you try to improve. And yeah, all that. I, that's I, I do. Diff- whenever I get, whenever I lose uh, in something, like I don't like, you know, don't. De- uh, I will always like look at myself before I look at somebody else. You know what I mean? Like obviously, right. like I lost because I didn't play something correctly. Okay, mm-hmm. so how can I, you know, play that correctly so it doesn't happen again? And that so like whenever like I was because I I didn't play. Um, Smash Bros. That much. Whenever I was a kid, uh, whenever I was a kid, I didn't really have friends or like anybody to play yeah. with. So whenever I started playing Smash with uh, um, Eli and our buddies, I was I was awful. Um, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was awful. Um, yeah. Uh, how I I played Smash like how you play like or how I used to play fighting games like Mortal Kombat and I would just hit all the buttons. Yeah. Um I 
I yeah, because I remember that like out of the best ones, it was me and 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 uh, and someone else. Um, and then you went from the bottom, and you're like up there now. You're kind of you're like in our top three of the group. If not, you're like number two or one, basically. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say uh, that I'm number one at all. Um, uh, I, well, yeah, I think you're like number two or three because I I've dropped. That's because I don't I don't think you're playing too much anymore. I mean, I I don't think any of us is are playing as much. Right, but I but you know you know like techniques. And stuff like that. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you you know you know the the combos and you know how to do it. I yeah, don't. So imagine if you had a real uh, weapon. <laughs> ex- sure, because I I play the yeah. Play. You know I'm very my my style of Smash Brothers is that's probably the most like big brain like strategy I'll get. Uh, but even then, you know. I slip up and I overthink sometimes. Yeah, um, I was. Aren't you the? Weren't you the one who were like, you know, you could just play the game and still destroy everybody, and then just have like a full on conversation with somebody unrelated. Unrela- yes. Yes. You know, I can't do uh, that at all. <laughs> I, I I could multitask because I played so much. Because I played a lot in my off time. Um, at least with uh, Smash Four, I I played that game. I I sunk so many hours into that just because I was bored. Yeah. Um, and I would watch videos and all that with it. So it got to the point, and I would play it in the morning with my friends when we waited for the bus to head to school. Um, I played with the boys, and so it got to a point where I would have full blown conversations while also playing, and you know. Smash Brothers would kind of be like, you know, driving, where it's kind of that, you know, that, that um, unconscious yeah, thing. Yeah, you just get used to it, in a sense. Exactly. Like, you're, you're still, so like, you're still paying attention, you're still doing all that, but, like, it's second nature, almost. Yeah, and that's kind of what it got to. Um, am I am I a person that could be professional? Like, go, go pro or do tourneys? Maybe? I don't think, I personally don't think I'd get that far. Because, like I said, I don't know techniques or combos and all that. I just play. I think I'd get out of. The, I think I'd get out of like the first couple rounds, but I don't. I don't know. I've never tried. Yeah. Um, but I maybe it'd be interesting. I think you'd have to like. You would need to like get more game knowledge. I think, and like uh, like know yeah. like you know different like techniques. But I mean, yeah. there is. You definitely do have a knack for the game. Uh, I will yes. not like discredit that at all. Um, I I personally think that you're better at the game than I am. Um, uh, we we have a pretty even streak again uh, between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty even now. I I just I loved I loved the fact of like I, whenever I was learning the game, you're like you know Adam's the one person that like I'm worried about because I have no idea what the fuck he's gonna do. Because, yes. like, I was playing Diddy Kong. <laughs> Diddy Kong's my favorite character in Smash. Like, by far. <laughs> and yeah. I was just monkey flipping, his doing his side B, and just hitting buttons. And it's like, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, no, because, like, everyone had a pattern, right? Everyone had a pattern or a tail. Yeah. Uh, that you can take that you can take full advantage of. Two of us in the group, their whole thing was that they would they would keep trying a move until it worked. 
So if they miss, they will hunt you down and keep trying to do that move so you can bait them and count yeah. you. Um another one, he was more strategic, but he but you could kind of you could kind of follow the trail and see what he's trying to do. So he wasn't that hard to get around. Uh, but you, you were the wild card. Because I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I, I can't, you're the one I can't plan around. You were the one I couldn't plan around. Uh, any plan that I had, you would completely destroy it by doing something out of left field that I wouldn't have expected. Uh, like throwing yourself off the stage. Uh, <laughs> it's like, wait, is he gonna, what, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So you just did things that I could never, I could never predict, and that was the scary thing. The wild cards are always the scary. Oh yeah, because uh, you can't prepare for them. <laughs> whether you know you're going to lose, or you're going to win. You you can't prepare for a wild card. So that that always that was always the scariest thing. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> and then you then you sat down and essentially hit the books, and you just got better at the game. Yeah, I remember because uh, we we used to live together, um, like back in like 2018. Yeah, and uh, I remember I would wake up like around like like I would wake up for whatever reason, uh, and it'd be like four or six in the morning, and I'd just go over to the computer and I'd just get into the uh, or not computer into the to the uh, uh, the Wii U, and I'd just play the uh, um, like bots or whatever. Or yeah. just be in the practice tool, just working on combos. I would yeah. do that for like an hour so, or two every day. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's yeah, competition can be fun if done. Yeah, I I do have like I like I said I do have a competitive you know bone in my body. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely you know it's not like the most competitive. I don't like devote myself entirely to it, but. You know, I do enjoy competition. Yeah, competition's fun. If done right. Yeah. I, I am I am very much the type that just loves, like I said, I love the atmosphere of it. Just everybody together and we're all just, you know, cheering and all that good stuff. I, I love that. Just, you know, the air of it. Um, um, not so much the specific people sometimes. Yeah, I, it was fun, like, watching, um, uh, what's it called? Like you playing against uh, another one of our friends who's not not uh, like with us as much anymore, um, and then like we're all just watching because like he's playing on his main character, and so he's he's pretty good at it. And we're just like, oh, is is he like gonna gonna fuck up? Uh, is he like gonna fuck up? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's great. It's great. um, yeah. Uh, is there is there anything else that has happened this week that you know of? Um, nothing that notable. Yeah, there's not that much that like I've I've seen that's happened. Like that's that's come yeah. up on my radar. It's been a kind of a slow week. Oh, a little bit, a little um, bit. Um, we got Black Friday coming up. Any any plans for Black Friday? Uh, so. I did have plans, um, but then, like, everything happened all at once this month, so I'm in mm-hmm. quite of a bind. Uh, I'm still trying to, like, find another job. Uh, 
So yeah. it's, I don't, know. I don't know if I'll really be able to pay for anything. I know that my dad, he's gotten, you know, the, um, like a whole bunch of VR, uh, headsets. Um, mm-hmm. he got it this week because he was trying to get them before, uh, they were all sold out for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, right. uh, I told, I, I, we were playing what, Wasteland yesterday. Uh, me, oh, you right. and me, yeah, Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, I went yeah. upstairs and then I just see my entire family, um, just on VR, just in different parts of the house. I was like, this is the weirdest feeling. Hey man, that's, that's how we're going to, we're going to be uploaded to the matrix soon. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Like whenever I'm like, like. I'm looking at my sister, and she's looking at me. Well, she's facing me, and I have to go, Hey, I'm right in front of you. Don't swing. (laughs) Like, I don't... Like, I know you're, like, playing a game. There's, like, orcs or whatever running at you. Don't swing at me. (laughs) I know you're, like, plugged up to the internet right now. (laughs) It's like, I just want to get my food from DoorDash. (laughs) I can't wait till we start till that like that's gonna be the future. Oh right yeah, there. super. When uh, when Elon when Elon uh Bezos you know starts giving us brain chips. Bezos. Uh, um, and we start you know start drinking our information from the internet. Ah uh, yes. Mm. Calculus. Mm, yes, delicious. My favorite smoothie. Twitter. <laughs> Ooh, it has an interesting uh, uh, taste today. Mm. 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 Comes with a little bit of an aftertaste that's a little racist. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Ooh. <laughs> Stop the count. Oh, no. Keep counting. We're watching you. Uh, oh, here's something. Deadpool 3 is still happening. Is it? Yeah, oh, cool. Deadpool three is still happening. And Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds has confirmed that the movie is still going on. Awesome, awesome. And they're uh, and they're uh, with Marvel. Did they? Did they stop? Oh, they're with Marvel. Yeah. Oh, yeah wait, because wasn't who owned Deadpool before? Fox. Oh yeah. Well, now there it is. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the Disney machine came and just <laughs> absorbed Fox. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds said the movie is still happening. They're working on it. Um, they got one of the writers from Bob's Burgers. Oh, really? Bob's Burgers is pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, 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 is, it, is it bad? I, I haven't fun. watched... Or at least I don't think I've watched uh, Deadpool two. It's on. Is Hulu. it on Hulu? Okay, I need to watch it. Yes, I saw. I saw that yesterday. I don't know if the first because I haven't seen either Deadpool. You haven't seen either Deadpool. Okay. New well, I feel I feel better about myself one. now. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I I haven't seen either Deadpool movie. I missed my chance to see it with you guys when you saw the movie when it first mm. came out. Uh, and I and I didn't see the second one because didn't know the first. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, but the third one is happening, and it's 
It's it's do gone. Do we have like a and do we have like, a release date or are they they haven't announced that yet? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Which is which is understandable. Like I'm not I'm not mad about that because you know. 2020 yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of a difficult year for uh, entertainment and for everybody. Uh, everybody. Yeah, uh, but we know it's still happening, which is which is good. Um, we don't know any details. We just know that it is the third Deadpool movie, and Ryan Reynolds will continue to be Deadpool. I hope so, because Ryan Reynolds is so good as Deadpool. The character is was made for him, almost like quite literally, basically. Ryan Ryan Reynolds is. Awesome. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds so much. Yeah. Um. Ah. The uh. Oh. The the actor for Freddy Krueger will be in the next season of Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Stranger Things is a show. Yep. Yeah. Are you caught up, Eli? Are you? <laughs> I'm the one asking the questions here. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so, because this, this is a running gag for, like, years. <laughs> so, um, when Stranger Things started, I think it was the around the second yes. season, when, the, when that first came out. Um, Adam and I, we started watching Stranger Things together. We were, we were supposed to binge watch it, and that was going to be our show. We were going to watch mm-hmm. it together. Um, but then life stuff happened. And we and Adam left, um, and so it was. It was a while, right? Um, so I decided that I was just gonna watch season two and just finish it on my own, and so I did. And then when I told Adam, he was like, "Oh, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, fine, fine. We'll catch up, catch up." Finish season one and two, because I don't think you finished oh, season did. one. I did finish season one. Okay, well, watch season two, uh, and we'll watch season three together, because that was around the time when season three got, like, its first trailer, and it was going to come out, like, the next year. <laughs> so I was like, catch up to season two, uh, catch up, watch season two, and we'll watch season three together. Well, season three comes out, Adam had not finished watching, uh, had not even touched Stranger Things. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I gave you your time. You didn't even, you didn't even I'm just remind gonna, me. I'm just gonna, no, I didn't. didn't. I'm just gonna go ahead and watch season three. And so I did. Uh, mind you, at this point, it's been about a year, two years, essentially, around, like, around that time. Um, so I went and decided to watch season three. So I told Adam, and he was like, <laughs> Well, yeah, you went, uh, you, like, we made a pact between each other to watch this show together, and then you watched it without me. You broke the pact. So, our conversation was literally, uh, this was our conversation, I'll never forget it. This is the conversation. Uh, I tell, I told the group, hey, I finished season three of Stranger Things, and Adam, Adam with, uh, sounding like, uh, Welch's Grapes comes up. Uh, and goes, what? We were supposed to watch together. Did you Did you even think of me when you were cheating on me watching season three? And I said, my response was, did you watch, Did you catch up and finish season two? No. Then I didn't even, you weren't even an afterthought. <laughs> so mean. 
I was left behind. Super. Yeah, I felt so- uh, it got to the point, it got to the point where, out of spite, another one of our friends came up and said, don't worry, Adam, we'll watch season, t- we'll catch up, because I need to catch up, we'll catch up together. And you both were like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, fuck Eli, Eli's a fuckboy, yeah, 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 yeah. And then literally the next week he comes up, oh, I'm caught up. Yeah, I, I finished. I got bored in the middle of the night, and so I just binge-watched yeah, all of it. so mad. And I, and I warned you that that was exactly what was going to happen, because that's how he watches Yeah, but things. I didn't expect He gets bored in the middle of the night. He gets bored in the middle of the night, and he goes, huh, this thing I want to watch, I'll just binge watch it. And that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, he... he... And then you were all like... <laughs> you got so offended, even though we all knew that that's exactly what was going to happen. I didn't know... I didn't know. Uh-huh. So, season four is confirmed to happen. We don't have a date. But yeah, hey. Are we going to watch it together? I guess so. We'll do it as soon as we finish Symbiotic Ooh. Titan. Does that sound yeah, good? Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I need to catch up. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, are we going to catch up together? I, yeah. Oh my goodness, Eli. That's some... Because you're on season two. Yeah, I forgot what happened in you're season like, one. You're you're like stupid behind. <laughs> like it's to the point where, like I, I thought about like watching it and like bringing it up in the podcast. Like, yeah, I, I watched, I watched Stranger Things. Yeah, that, that still hasn't happened. No, <laughs> we'll talk. I guess we'll we'll probably have we'll probably talk about it next week. Yeah, most likely. So hey, there's a little there's a little uh, little teaser. So stick stick around. A little, a little bit yeah. of bait. Yeah, please come back. Uh, if <laughs> we pr- we promise that you will, we guarantee that you will probably maybe laugh at least <laughs> once. <laughs> so that's what you sound like when you're. That's not what I sound like. Yeah, I mean, it all just kind of drowns into this into this like pot of sour grapes <laughs> that I just kind of ignore. Well, you ignore me whenever I'm complaining. That's not very nice. I mean, well, I don't ignore you initially, but sometimes it just gets to a point where I, where my mind starts to wander about the things I would rather do at that moment. <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got into this position. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. But you guys do the same thing to me when I'm nagging. Oh, super. Guys, so. I, I usually forget yeah, so what it, we're talking about. Exactly. So it it, does, it goes both yeah. ways. Don't think I'm I'm not the asshole yeah. here. Well, I mean, a little bit. Anyway, we're all we're assholes. all assholes. Oh, actually, you know you know what we do need. What to watch? do we need to watch? Uh, either together or separately mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, There's also news. The new season of the Animaniacs came out this week. It sure did. It sure did. The new season of the reboot slash sequel of Animaniacs came out. The full first season. Uh, Apparently, the show was in production hell for a couple years. Um, But it is finally here. It is finally out. And from what I've seen, because I haven't seen any of it, and I've only seen clips, bits and pieces, it is really good. And it captures... It's like they never left, basically. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I I'm definitely like excited. I love the Animaniacs. 
So I'm definitely excited mm-hmm. to watch that. So. Yeah, it's it's like like I said, it's like they never left. Awesome. Um, they make some really fun like on the nose jokes. Uh, for today, that's really that's cool. dope. That's dope. One, I think my favorite joke that I've seen in the clip was it was a tour guide um, through Warner Brothers Studios. And uh, the lady, she's like, uh, the tour lady, she's like, oh, if you look to your right, you'll see the soundstage where they filmed uh, Batman. The crowd rises, oh, versus Superman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> go, for, go for the throat. That's how you do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, um that's that's cool so yeah yeah no i i love it um all right eli do you got anything else that you, uh you'd like to talk about um no i think that's think that's it i think we have an episode awesome well if you are still with us uh and listening to the podcast thank you you are an amazing person and congratulations congratulations you did it you made it through uh, episode three of the Yelling in the Distance podcast, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's uh, if you are enjoying this, you know, definitely uh, follow us. Uh, we have a episode out on Sundays, every Sunday of every week. So definitely, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, follow us on uh, Twitter at yelling underscore in. We even have a Facebook page, Yelling in the Distance Podcast. Um, and yeah, you can listen to us on, you know, all the major, um, what's it called? Streaming, Streaming. apps, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. Spotify. Uh, we can e- if you even talk to uh, Alexa or Echo and say, "Hey, play the latest episode of Yelling in the Distance." It'll it'll play this episode until later on. I have to say, I have to say, it is very it is very amusing hearing Alexa say, "These Greek gods aren't oh, sexy super. enough." It is so. It is so satisfying. <laughs> so definitely come on, come on over and check us out. Um, and if you're, if you're, this is your first episode listening to us, you know, check out the last two episodes. Um, the, you'll def, there are, what's it called? Uh, we are still learning like how to do, you know, all this. This is still our beginning. So uh, bear with us, but we are. Yeah. La- last episode, I lied. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we also had technical difficulties too so it's all it's all in a learning experience and it's all super fun um but hey that's what we're here for right mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah i'll we'll catch you guys next week in the next episode of yelling in the distance podcast close your eyes shut your mouth dream a dream and get us out Dream, 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 dream Hit the hay, fast asleep Dream a dreamy little bleep Dream, 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 dream Just relax, lay about Or my fist will put you out Dream, 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 dream Take your time, but beware Darkness in the air Dream, 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 dream
love a girl's identity would give her some serenity. Oye, chicos, cierra los ojitos. Vamos a dormirnos una siesta.